Yo, yo, what's up? It's CJ the Day Slayer from Upgrade America 2.0, episode 28. Like, share, subscribe, you know. Um, Counting down to our hiatus. We don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Um, thanks for riding with us, Upgraders, domestic and international. We appreciate you. Hope you enjoy the episode. Peace. This and bang, boom, we rolling. Upgrade America. You already know what it is. I'm Cameron Ra here with CJ, the day slayer out of Orlando. Today we're talking about Iran and Bitcoin and a slew of other topics. But yo, CJ, how the heck are you? And can you give us a, an overview of Iran? Um, I'm good. I'm awake. I'm alive. I'm grateful and blessed. Um, Iran, I think we used to be really cool with them back in the day, maybe the 50s, 60s. Like, we used to do tourism, all that stuff between the Brits and us. Um, because they discovered they had oil, and then that's when shit went left. Yeah, and then I think between the 70s, you had the Iran um, crisis situation. And then I think it just developed after that. All right, now you're more the enemy. So Iran has always been, like, fighting everybody, it seems like. Uh, their their they, worst enemy is who? Far, Iraq. They yeah. border Iraq, uh-huh. actually. Uh-huh. Um, um, now, go ahead. That as far as their worst enemies, <laughs> they seem to... What's ironic is... I do believe they have some tension with Israel, but they seem to have beef with a lot of other major players in yeah. the Middle East as well. And I don't understand, but maybe because they're formidable, they have their own military, they have their own, like, they're pretty self-sustainable. Um, I don't know. That's something we'll have to dig into. I'm going to have to dig into that. I'm really curious. Well, they're sustainable, I suppose. There's the... They retaliated from military force with military force from uh, the attack on Soleimani. Mm-hmm. More or less, they hit an empty base. It was yes, it was a form of retaliation, but I believe there's one casualty. It was a contractor, but yeah, Iran has a form of the formidable military. They have pretty decent infrastructure. They're actually con- contributing to nearly five percent of the Bitcoin mining. And this is in turn producing about a billion dollars in revenue a year, just off of converting and their energy into Bitcoin. Sure, it's less than uh, what we pay in aid to Israel, but still, <laughs> it's, uh, they're they're getting that money off the orange pill. But why do you think that a lot of nations are beefing with Iran? I don't know. I really got to do some research. I don't know, to be you honest. You mentioned the incident back in the day in the 70s. I know there's a big war, I want to say in the 80s, with Iran and Iraq. There's, my understanding is that Iran, and keep me honest, our listeners, Iran was or still is on a list of terrorist states, meaning they have committed oh, yeah. state-sponsored terrorism. 
something Hezbollah or another one of those organizations rings a bell that they may have worked with, keep me keep me honest. Is, is there any way you can Google search Iran state sponsored terror? Okay. In the meantime, I suppose I can talk a little bit about their yeah, recent yeah. transaction. There's sanctions on Iran for many things. They're for attempting to go too far with nuclear processing of weapons grade uranium what have you but the way to circumvent this they're using crypto they didn't specify exactly which cryptocurrency they used but it was most likely bitcoin but recently iran was able to use move more than 10 million dollars of imports with uh with crypto and this is likely this happened august 9th it's most likely to occur more in the future as sanctions get tougher and you know as nation states are making lists of acceptable players and the people who are not in accordance with their politics well then your your money gets shut off hashtag russia what have you but um yeah iran has been dabbling in bitcoin and i think there there's a big orange future for them but what's the history on their status with uh, so this is <clears throat> from the Depart U.S. Department of State. Okay. From terrorism. Country reports on terrorism 2019 for Iran. Designated as a state sponsor of terrorism in 1984, okay. Iran continued its terrorist-related activity in 2019 for support of Hezbollah, Palestinian terrorist groups in, in Giza. I don't know if I'm saying, or is it Gaza? I don't know which way is correct. Uh, Maybe Gaza. Gaza, okay. And various terrorist groups in Syria, Iraq, and throughout the Middle East. Iran has used the Islamic Revolutionary Guard um, Quds Force. That's who uh, Soleimani led. To provide support to terrorist organizations to provide cover for associated covert operations and to create instability in the region. <laughs> so let's let's translate that for uh, all our civilian listeners out there. Okay. Like essentially think about it like this. Using a military using a military to support black ops aka terrorist acts on the ground. Like think of a sovereign nation doing that and why other sovereign nations would be like, "Yeah, that's not that's not good so they did that in the 80s my understanding since then they've been uh attempting to enrich uranium and, and, and whatnot they had some progress on nuclear deals i want to say they had some sort of consensus under the obama administration something like that they were talking about um something happened during while, while obama was in besides paying them was it paying them money back too, like four hundred million, or I'm thinking of the wrong kind? Uh, that was billions, actually. It was yeah. a ridiculous number in, in billions, and that. Yeah, I, I recall that. But as far as stalling the development of nuclear weapons, the the deal that was reached with Obama kind of stalled that. I I don't want to say, and I'm unfamiliar with what Trump administration did to muddle it up or, or, or whatnot but my understanding that the relationships frayed a bit I'm not up to speed on what the sitting administration has done 
playing. Yeah. All I know is, is, is everybody should know, Upgrade has been with us since the first season. I've been champion. We should have made them an ally in the Middle East. Economically, totally. It's not too late. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, because they get picked on so much, but I think they'll be an awesome asset because they pretty much have all their own stuff. It's not like some countries where we're funding them so crazy like Israel, <laughs> um, who are self-sufficient, but for some reason they need taxpayer dollars all the time. Um, and so I, that. I don't know. Um, it was something else I was going to say, but go ahead and continue. What else? I, we- I, want, to ask, I want to ask you a question, though. You know, okay. like, so Bitcoin conversation, and Bitcoin is, it's it can't be frozen. It can't be sanctioned. It's helping countries avoid these. And I'm not pointing fingers at, at Iran, but hypothetically, mm-hmm. how will the United States and other sovereign nations manage rogue states and terrorist nations mm-hmm. that use Bitcoin or other cryptos to fund their operations that they can't shut down, they can't sanction. How do you think that's going to change the game? And that FBI and CIA, by all means, chime in. <laughs> Salute to you guys this weekend. We know y'all listening. Um, no doubt, no doubt. We're doing our best to serve. Yeah. Um, I think we'll just pivot. We'll adjust with whatever because the United States always wants to be ahead of the game. So mm-hmm. we'll adjust. Um, you would have to change your tactics up to how to deal with them. But I mean, we're in that world too. You got to remember. <laughs> no, you you, you just mentioned that, and it's almost like they uh, they anticipated that. Or maybe they're doing that. So let me in, in, inject. Do you have you heard the legislation that is hiring eighty-seven thousand, nearly the troop strength of the United States Air Force, eighty-seven thousand IRS members between now and two thousand and thirty, I believe. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I heard about that. What are your thoughts on that? And do you think it has anything to do with tracking that additional manpower? Is it the the track? That would. That would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense between America's citizens and preparing for the future with Bitcoin and things like yeah, that makes sense. You're gonna need a lot of people. Every what it what it's starting to boil down to is you know the dollar is pretty much the standard for like oil and all this globally, right? Mm-hmm. People are fed up. COVID opened everybody's eyes. I'll just say it, the blip. Um, open everybody's eyes so you know what we need to start doing our it, it woke everybody up mm. and I think everybody pivoted like you know what we need to start being self-sufficient find a different way if you notice in geopolitics everybody's been kind of talking around us um, especially when Trump was in office he wasn't really good internationally I he would did say. not visit one single African country and yeah his tenure in, in, as president. And um, yeah, then there's that. So, yeah, his foreign policy was pretty shitty. Let's call it what it is. I mean, he did some interesting things, calling out people, et cetera, et cetera, but he was pretty horrible on that. So I think America was like, well, I mean, the world was like, well, if he get elected again, 
they just had to start preparing for their future between that and the blip. And I think that's why everybody's starting to pivot. Well, let me ask you this. Did you think uh, Kim Jong-un was some sort of um, threat prior to uh, to Trump and, and, and them meeting, shaking hands at the, at the DMZ? I mean, historically, perhaps that was just a symbol- symbolic event. But as a mm-hmm. Korean War veteran, like to me, I thought it was pretty cool to see a president cross the DMV. But um, DMV, <laughs> DMZ, DMZ. militarized. So <laughs> he can't get his license. Like, uh, man, speaking of the president, though, man, I guess we we got that on our next topic. Of, yeah. You said FBI kicked in, waving the M4. Trump's a state. What they are they looking for? The charges I in my biggie voice. <laughs> but what are your thoughts on that, man? This is unprecedented. I, I caught that little headline and I'm just like, middle of the night, nah, I'm not sure that wrong. But yeah. men with guns kicked in a former president's estate. Like, mm. what are your thoughts, man? I have my own thoughts. Huh? I want to hear yours first. And it's par for the courts. He's been a trailblazer and a. <laughs> Uh, a rebel <laughs> with the cause since he hit the political scene. That's it. I mean, it don't surprise me. Well, yeah. are, are you familiar with the charges that they're they're that they're putting on, or is, how do you say the context to the raid? Basically, he has some confidential materials or something allegedly at home at his place. He took from the White House, and he had legislation or pass the law that you get ran down if you have confidential materials outside the White House, like, you know, offset, comset kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, like communication security and operational security, meaning you got to move a certain way when you're dealing with sensitive government um, materials and you can't really talk about these things. That's where the comset It's a whole thing we went through when we are in the Air Force. It's something that kind of still sticks with us cool. so that's what I was gathering from what was going on you went to uh, and this is still on the same topic but while you were in Turkey right you went to Constance, Constantinople I went to Istanbul I don't know Istanbul and uh, Izmir I went to Istanbul and Izmir long story short mm-hmm. like Roman Empire Emperor Constantine, he didn't work from Rome. He worked from Constantinople. And that was like the new, they moved like the empire's headquarters there. Mm-hmm. Funny thing with American presidents, like Barack Obama was probably like one of the only American presidents to like work in the White House. The rest of them were authorized to work in their little estates. Remember, it's a billionaire's boyfriend. The White House is like, eh in D.C., eh, like, you have your own infrastructure set up. Where I'm going with this is that if Mar-a-Lago, Trump's estate, it was most likely cleared to have to host those documents to be a headquarters for a for a presidential state. Mm-hmm. Moreover, your security clearance does not terminate subsequent to your, to your presidency. The president is still privy to the same CIA briefings that the, the sitting president is privy to. Former presidents get, how do you say, 
Secret Service details, security mm-hmm. briefings, you still get these privileges. So for <laughs> where I'm going with this is it's it's most likely not going to stick. Where I'm going to further inject is, you know, did you know it was an anonymous tip that uh, that led to this? Nah, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, shout it was out an anonymous to tip. Real quick, shout out to Basshead Jazz Music, 843. Swap Foxes. All right, go ahead. But it was an anonymous tip that led to this raid. Remember, Trump was in New York, so he wasn't even at home. He was in New York and dealing with a more serious trial, right? (laughs) What you have to consider, or what questions you have to ask is, how does this benefit? Four or five, because now you have his base literally up in arms, up in arms, like yo, this is insane because it's madness and it is a baseless charge. Anonymous tip, remember, anonymous tip, saying exactly where this thing is, but at the same time, it is a wet noodle. So, does how does that look? How does that look when the, the biggest, the Department of Justice, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, they come at you full steam, kicking the door, waving the M4, and then you emerge flawlessly because it's a frivolous charge. Um, That's what I think the strategy is here. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. Um, for me being cynical about this, Nothing has been the same since Trump has been president, if that makes sense. Between that and the blood, none of this shit surprised me. For me, part of it feels like like political theater, tit for tat, Democrat versus Republican. Like, Mm. you know, like, that's how I'm feeling about this shit, to be honest. And I find it ironic that you hear the calls for a defund FBI and this and that. I'm like... That was hilarious. (laughs) Like, okay. uh, A lot of people were were criticizing that as uh, the black community's approach for police brutality. And very quickly, yeah, that is the chant to it. But you know what is hilarious and why I think we're in some sort of movie or, or, or simulation... Because we just said that. You mentioned that. Like, yo, the you said the FBI is... This is before the raid. Probably the same night. <laughs> the night before you said this on the podcast. You're like, the FBI is apolitical. Recall that conversation? Yeah, I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> and then people are spinning it that, like, yo, there's one side that seems to believe that the left is weaponizing the Department of Justice to suppress political components because when opponents because when you're fighting trials and whatnot they're expensive and that can that can hinder your your your, your ability to run for office so there's one school of thought that believes that and then I seem to think like you know Sun Tzu art of war like yeah this is uh this can be leverage yeah, that is fun. That's funny you brought that up too. Yeah, it's like FBI is pretty apolitical if I remember, because it kind of falls in the category of the uh, military. You know, they're like as service members, you're supposed to be apolitical basically while you're active duty, especially. So I don't know, man. Like I saw theatrics to me, 
Um, and it's a good show. It's a really good show that they're putting on, which is why you mentioned the apolitical. It's it's difficult now because it's it's so you kind of have to choose a side. And when I engage with people for the first time, mm-hmm. it's like have conversations, feel them out. And then it's almost like within the first five minutes, I can kind of like, yep, you're leaning this way. You're leaning this way. Yeah. Maybe every now and then I encounter uh, a unicorn like yourself. Who, uh, <laughs> who's, you know, who's independent. Yeah. I think so I, I froze up on my end for a moment. Oh, did I? Yeah, yeah. We good? I'm a stop. Nah, nah. Who knows? Let's just keep rolling. All right. Skype will uh, uh, just. Let's talk about there these high tech batteries. Oh, um, just that. That's um, in regards to that article that you sent from the NPR. Yeah. Like, I'm not too familiar on the tech. Can you fill me in on that? So basically. Some people in, I think, a lab in Seattle that is a national science lab for the U.S. or something like that. They okay. created, a, they created a battery that can last like thirty years. Wow! And this can power like a home. It have it would have so many uses, and nobody would fund it. Then the guy, I guess, that was like in charge or a part of it said, well, if y'all not going to do nothing with it, let me see. They went they went on like a little tour. Like I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they went to GM, like all the major power brokers in America, corporate. Nobody would fund it. So they ended up getting it to China. China started making it, all this stuff. They had back and forth about the licensing the uh the patent or whatever from the department of energy or whatever but they were like well of course they denied that they didn't care and all this kind of shit so in essence we created something where we could have had a battery that lasts like 35 years which means we can have that for each home in america we can have this for schools hospitals like so many applications but my theory is why nobody major corporation would fund it is because they would cut off their profits because of versus uh theory yes because say gm did that any product that they make that you got to remember and the only person that put me on this is ironic is lupe fiasco i forgot what song it was but he talked about playing obsolescence. Always stuck in yes. my head. So basically, what that means is companies make a product, they expect it to fail after about five years or whatever. Whatever the product is, they expect it to break. And right you before your warranty, right after your warranty expires. Exactly. So my theory is, all the major corporations are like, hell nah, you ain't fucking up our money. <laughs> but now China got it. But now, now we're trying to come back and oh, we gotta compete now. But we let's focus compete. on that though. Let's focus on that. Yeah. So America is what? Capitalist, right? Capitalist. You mentioned yourself. That technology would, it would 
disrupt the capitalist model. China is what? They're communists. Yeah. While they operate with a somewhat capitalist model, it all comes back to the state. So if they can find ways to operate more efficiently, they're yeah, they want that tech. They want ways to to do that. They're like, we don't care if it disrupts the business model. We are the business model. So enhancing China, maybe that's why they they were they did that. I don't know, but we need to deviate from that and focus on sustainability. Hold on, let me get the sign. <laughs> Yeah, like I was very pissed off listening to that episode. Shout out to NPR, consider this. Y'all should check that out. It's 15 minutes an episode, very insightful. Um, I just happened to catch this one. And it really pissed me off because this is what our podcast is about, upgrading America. And like, we keep dropping the fucking ball. Like, what is the issue? Like, I'm not understanding. Like, I'm really not at this point. And that I'm not saying the, just infuriated me. I'm not saying the CHIPS Act was dropping the ball. I think that is legislation that's headed in the right direction. Like, my understanding is high level. It's allowing us, throwing some money into the chip manufacturing companies in America, bigger plants, yada, yada, yada. That's cool. However, let's discuss the raw materials used to make these and batteries and things of that nature because let's be real, uh, ladies and gents, like we are heavily dependent on on China for you want to go, ooh, you want to go electric? You want, you want electric cars? You're probably getting your batteries from China. So it's like as relationships strain, we need to talk about getting, extracting those raw materials from America. That's the legislation I would like to see. Yeah, I'm looking it up because I'm kind of curious do we even have any raw materials where we can lithium, mine? Lithium, yes. Nevada, there's there's quite a bit of lithium in Nevada. I believe there's some nickel there too. And these are critical for the whole battery uh, components and whatnot. Silicon, metal wires, aluminum, and copper. For uh, chips, semiconductors. So I'm looking. Okay. Copper and aluminum in the US. Uh, let's see. I'm just looking up stuff real quick. I'm very curious. If we, uh, if we have a lot. Now that's for for chips, and yeah, I know we're impacted by the chip shortage, but the, one of the biggest, mm-hmm. the critical, most critical hurdle for this whole green energy thing is batteries, and and that's what we need to start producing in America. Okay, if we're really talking about you want cars to be electric and everything. You're gonna need more batteries, but you got the stats on the on the copper and stuff. Yeah, for copper. Uh, 2017 produced 1.27 million metric tons of copper. So we're the fourth largest copper producer after Chile, China, and Peru. Okay, okay so, so 
we can hold our own and it comes from arizona utah new mexico nevada montana and minor production from ohio um, idaho and missouri and silicon's just like sand more or less. Something like that. And what was the other thing? Um, what else is made to use batteries? Lithium? Uh, lithium, nickel, and cobalt. Yeah, I know cobalt is one too. Uh, let's see. And perhaps I'm just centric on, on Skyward because that's what you're talking about off grid builds, off grid mm. cities, things of that nature. And even with the whole vehicle industry, we're gonna need these these raw materials. I'm trying to see, hold on real quick, lithium. I mean, we know where else are we getting lithium? <laughs> Afghanistan. Um, really? Yeah, I think I, did, yeah. I, I, was not, I was not aware of that. I think they do have lithium, if I remember correctly. It's unfortunate we pulled out, like we had to plug for the dope and the, uh, well, and the lithium. You know we still in there. <laughs> so, Think so? Absolutely. Not in there with for that stuff, okay. for opium and lithium. Yeah, we there for that. I'm sure. So you think the um, how do you say? You think the, the mercenaries, private military contractors, are you say, augmenting or replacing? Yeah, you know KBR and all them groups and was out there. They're still so, out there. I I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't know either. I'd be interested to see that. Yeah. So we got lithium going on here. Looks like United Lithium Projects. Um, How much are we taking out? That's what I'm looking at. Lithium project. I'm trying to find the mining. That's what I'm looking for. Nevada, like you said. Um, it's a little challenging to find this. Hold on. Okay. I think I might have found something. We have one of the largest reserves of lithium, so it's not like we don't have it here. It's Twenty reserved, Like we need it up and manufactured. But. Well, I mean, if we're upcycling recycled batteries, which I'm sure is a way. Oh, absolutely. Now the lead ones I hear are easier to like reuse. You don't get much value out of old lithium batteries once they're spent. And yeah. They're pretty difficult to dispose of. So. It looks like South Dakota too. Interesting. Maybe North Carolina it looks like. Nevada. I never would expect North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I think in the mountain area. Like probably West North Carolina towards Tennessee and all. It's very mountainous over there. Uh, we're not a significant producer of lithium. So it comes, we mainly get ours from Chile and uh, Argentina. That's where we get most of ours, so, just so you know. Um, other deposits. So then we, we got a pretty decent relation. Yeah, uh, so we got Arizona, Colorado, New England area, New Mexico, South Dakota, Wyoming. Yeah, with lithium. We have the shit. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I think definitely going green, renewable, and 
using the shit we have here, like that's what it boils down to, using more of the shit we have here. Well, we got plenty of stuff here to use. Yeah, it seems it's like, like you mentioned aluminum was one of the components for the chips. So it's like that's upcycling right there too. Yeah. So I don't know, man. America need to get it together. You were talking about um Free Guy. What was that that movie? Yeah. And what it's, aspect yeah. did you want to talk about? It's like breaking the loop. That okay. was something. As a you know novice or amateur programmer, you learn about loops and and everything mm-hmm. of that nature. But like sometimes life can feel like a loop. Like you wake up, do this thing, go to work, finish, watch this, do that, sleep, and then the same thing over and over. And that was represented in the movie. But like even doing something different, like how do you say he ordered a different cup of coffee or something in uh-huh. the game, and it kind of threw off the it it broke his loop, sort of. Mm-hmm. Like it threw off the other character who was expecting the the same routine and input. But my question for you is like, how do you break your loop? Do you do things. How do you do things like? To just break up that monotony. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, I think I do that on occasion. Um, yeah, you know, and America is very guilty of this to being workaholics. I think we're like number one as far as the workaholics nationwide, uh, globally. Um, and, and you know, anytime I talk to adults, especially our age group, it's like, yeah, I can't wait to go home and go to sleep. I can't wait to, oh man, I gotta get up early for work. Like it's, you know, you hear what your parents used to say growing up, like all this shit. And now that you're in that place, now you understand what they were going through. Like, damn, they was going to work, they coming home to deal with our asses, like. So I don't have that issue right now. Um, but for me, how I break the loop, yeah, it just depends on the day. It depends on what time I get off of work or whatever. If I get off early, I'm probably more likely gonna break the loop. If I get off a little later, nah, I'm going straight home usually. So it just depends on the day. Um, I just go to a different store uh, you know what i've never been over here and i just start driving to another area i've never been usually that's what i do to break my loop i'll just drive somewhere i've never been no gps just drive and see that's like my go-to to break my loop now if this thing is a this reality thing that we're in if it's a game are you one of the how do you say one of the players in the game or do you think you're you're hard coded in there because that was expressed in there too like with the glass the guys who had the glasses were like players yeah and like i got watched that movie too it's a it's, it's a pretty decent film it was, it was entertaining yeah. I, so got, long, I saw half i think a quarter of it and then i got distracted but yeah i gotta go back and watch the whole thing because i get what you're saying i like i get the concepts I'm sure most people saw it. I did watch, um, since you're talking about movies, Day Shift on Netflix with Jamie Foxx. 
Okay. And uh, Snoop Dogg, that was a fun movie. That what was, was that like a vampire movie. Really? So, yeah, they kill vampires. So it's really cool. Okay. Stuff. It was fun. I like that one. I may, uh, I may check that out. Yeah, it's not. How should I put it? It's very entertaining and it's fun. I, I like, I like that movie. It was. It didn't take itself too seriously, but it was fun. It kept moving, good pacing. I like it. Good movie. Let me check it out. I like vampire stuff, so. Ironic. Yeah, yeah, I've been a Blade fan myself. I heard they're remaking. I don't know. Oh, uh, I cannot wait. Oh my god, I can't wait. That'd be dope. <laughs> yes, sir. Particularly um, with the special effects they have now, the CGI they have yeah. now. Yeah. And the old movies still hold up. That's the crazy. Them joints still hold up. Wesley Snipes did the, the franchise a lot of justice. Not for nothing. He's like a martial arts expert, so they didn't have to tweak much for him. Facts. Uh, so that's part of where I got my nickname Day Slayer from. We're not gonna reveal the other part of why I got it, but we're gonna reveal this part. Um, Blade. I, I think. I think too because remember I had some kind of shades in Osan, and I think you called. Me yeah, I had like them blade shades, so that's where I it started. Call that too, man. Yeah, they like, man, you around here like Blade. I was like, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, it's good times, man, good times. Yeah, I know, man. You never, ah, man, Korea was something. That, I got to go back as a civilian, though. I would like to go back as uh, a Absolutely. Did I get back as a civilian? Nah, I just went back on leave one time, but. Yeah, it's good times for, for everyone who has the opportunity to get out and see the world before uh, these mad people with power blow it up. <laughs> but what else we got on the rundown, bro? So you, you showed me um, Egypt is trying to build a, a mega tall skyscraper. Ah, uh, yeah, that's really FYI, because we were talking about the, the mega cities uh, the, um, before. And it's just, I find it ironic, like they went with the obelisk. Which is, if you don't know, it's like a, it's the Washington Monument, more or less. Yeah. It's like a needle. But it's like the pyramids originated in Egypt, and they were the tallest building standing for like over 5,000 years. I think it wasn't until like the Lincoln Cathedral, like, was built that they finally, someone was able to uh, build taller than, than the pyramids. Where I'm going with this, I'm just surprised they didn't choose a pyramid for their megacity. Like, yeah. Let's that's where I'm going. Maybe that's like, nah, nah, Cameron Ra's already doing that. We don't we wanna we wanna buy his idea. You know? <laughs> do something like it. Something similar. But yeah, it was dope. That was really cool. Yeah, I looked at it. Of course what we were talking about, like this is how people intend to build in the future. It's it's mega cities. Yeah, I was thinking like is this going to go down in the U.S.? Oh, Skyward's going to happen. It's happening now. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to see, because we have so much unused land in the U.S. Like, people talk about, oh, it's crowded. No, it's only crowded in coastal areas. But oh, you look yeah. at Wyoming, Montana, South Dakota, North Dakota, that's not crowded. <laughs> yes. like, Nebraska's not crowded. Like, Colorado's not crowded. You know? I want, I just want four miles of Death Valley. Death Valley is 3,000 square miles. 
yeah. of nothing. <clears throat> Mountains and desert and flatland. I want, yeah, four is an understatement. Maybe 40. And, you know, but yeah, there's, we can do this in America and it's happening. You also brought, brought up, um, I didn't get to watch all of it, but the FBI raided African People's Socialist Party um, because uh, the FBI targeted them because of, you believe, reparations, right? Yeah, that was one I took from it. It was pretty assertive raid. My understanding, it was like a... <laughs> Somehow it tied to Russia. This mm-hmm. group's name was on the list of some Russian person who was about to get indicted, so they raided it. But at the same time, someone else came by and torched their flag at the same time. Like, it, it was weird. But uh, it almost seemed like it was some sort of attack on, uh, you know, parties pursuing uh, reparations for, for African people in, in this nation. But it was something that it was an FII, you know, it was something to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Just to our listeners in government, like, just get it over with. Buy the Bitcoin, give it out as reparations, and then you can check that box, and then you look all benevolent, and like, oh, we finally did reparations. Like, just do it. Because we're going to keep... It's going to be generations. The longer you wait, it's, it's, it's only right that yeah. interest is paid on top of that. Yeah. I think there. I think I was hearing there's supposed to be a rally about reparations in October in D.C. Well, so I wouldn't be surprised if there were. Uh, how do you say? Way more security than there was on January 6th. Nonetheless, I, I do feel somewhat obligated to attend and maybe speak if uh, there's some more information on that. Like, yeah, I let you. Um, that that might be a trip I would do too, actually. And you know, I don't really do crowds like that, but I probably do that one for sure. I'm not a big fan of it either. But it's like uh if that's one way we can make a contribution then Yeah. You know. Plus I would want to go see the uh, a couple of museums and I haven't been to DC since I lived in D M V. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've been to DC. So, DMV, what up? Go go forever. Hey, hey. Go, go life. Um, I'm trying to think. That's really it, right? I don't think we had too much more. We kept it short and sweet this week. Yeah, you know. And uh, again, it's upgrade America. We're we're winding down for maybe a a longer hiatus. Yeah. It's never ever over, but you know, may take a long hiatus, and we need to, uh, you know, grow and focus uh, on some other things. I don't want to say I'm hanging in my hat with politics, mm-hmm. but it's like I see what politics are for politicians, and even if I shave my my hair, clean myself up, and talk nicely. That's not how I move. And I don't think I would get what I would you, get accomplished. Okay. Would you go local? Power. Would you go local? Would you run locally for something? Um. Is local more? Hey, I would run. I would run locally. That would be like a hobby for me. 
but I wouldn't want because I'm I'm seeing the limitations of political power. Political power is it's more or less it's like this: you get to propose rules, you get to write those things on the paper, and your enforcers may or may not enforce those rules. We use the scenario of potential nuclear war. Hey, I want to fire nuclear weapons at yada yada yada. However, if your troops are are insubordinate, unwilling to comply, all that political power means nothing. It means nothing. And right now, I see people with power, and what are, what are they doing? And uh, I don't think it's it'll be any difference if if hey, I'm in there now. I just magically get things done. Not absence of a di- dictatorship, like. Politics are for politicians. I have no time or desire to play that game. I think what's really important is real power, and that's power to power to get things done. Power in the sense of utility. I don't know the person who said it, but the quote was, "With unlimited energy, you could solve all the world's problems."、Mm. Think about that. With food, you have unlimited energy. You can hydroponically grow food, all the food you want.、Yeah. You have unlimited energy. You can turn plastic in with 3D printing. You can turn plastic into homes with with unlimited energy. Is like you name it. Like with unlimited energy, you can mine Bitcoin and literally synthesize money. Forget this, these these weak crumbling dollars. Like with that is what's important. And so I think、um, instead of pursuing a Political power. I want to pursue real power, solar, and focus on skyward. Ooh. But yeah, man.、Um, I get it. I know you. I, I, I we had some discussions offline. I would full wholeheartedly support your endeavor if you ever decided to run. Yeah.、Um, I've been. I tell the listeners since, like I said, we'll be on hiatus at some point. I was thinking about running for governor of Florida at some point in the near future.、Uh, I want to、oh. do some other things professionally and get some other things in my life secured first. But it is something I'm really kind of thinking about because, and I know it's it's a hard hill to climb up, considering Florida is a Republican state, even though it has purple areas. Purple is basically Democrat and Republican areas, like pretty meshed together. Like Orlando is pretty much purple,、um, because where I live is Republican, but it's not far from Orlando, which is Democratic. So it's like right there. Thing is, we mentioned last week or before that we said that for you the Democratic Party would be easier to infiltrate, but. I don't think so. I think you need to be more flowery and flamboyant to get into that crowd. It's 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 they have their ideal candidate. Yeah, it is a black man. A black man held that torch for a moment, but I think the、uh, how do you say the the GOP it it, it embraces masculinity and, and strong. I think the only thing that you would have against you is that.、Uh, Yeah. <laughs> permanent tan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, permanent tan. Nah, <clears throat> me and my homeboys kicking this back and forth. Shout out to uh, uh, Demetrius uh, Garland, from, uh, Germany, who a fellow defender. Whoa. 
he was like, <clears throat> you know, we're going back and forth. He's pretty astute. And he was like, you want to run based on your nature. Well, your nature is independent, like non-party affiliated. That's kind of the way you should go. At least you start off on the right. that power. You're, I know. It's like, what is it? You have the left and the right. Independent, essentially, you're going straight. What does that mean? It means you're blazing your own path. It means the highway, you can go this road or this road or through the jungle. Like, swing <laughs> your swing your machete through this political jungle. That's what independent means. Which and I it's have. like, you have to have that power. And you can make you can cut into the bush. But it's like, when your objective is still millions of miles away, and it's just you and your few people swinging that machete, <laughs> and it can feel good cutting down those, those vines for a while, then after a while, it's just like, yo, the path of least resistance is to hijack one of those political highways. And I don't know, quite frankly, and still, you're once you still gain control of it, you, you still you're gonna exert a lot of energy retaining it and then trying to infuse your will upon it politics is a waste of time yeah i've talked to people like it's about lobbying and economics really you can get more done with that i think you can get more done with private industry than you can with government yeah, and only good examples you have are private and uh, government working together is Singapore. Hmm. That's like the best example that I can think of right now. Yeah. I really think that relationships are going to change with governments and corporations and other entities in the future because times are changing too fast for antiquated models to. to yeah. Adjust. And government is, what do they call it? Like a cruise ship. You just turn it like, nice. Oh, moving. Private vessel. industry is like this. Fucking go boat. You know, just. And they can so, rapidly adjust. And I think it, you may see some sort of hybrid relationship in, in the future. But perhaps it's something we can discuss on another episode. Yeah. And, and cherish these our, our, our wonderful listeners because they we're counting down to to our, our, our to you know not to our final episode but to one where we're gonna take a break for a while. Yeah, that's all Be we got. Blessed. Yeah, man. Enjoy this day. Time is your time over money is your greatest asset, and what's even more valuable than that is time with people you care about and love. And CJ, you. You're one of those people, man, and this is always you, bro. So thank you, bro, for, for spending this time. Hell yeah, we've been holding it down since 05. <laughs> but yo, everyone else, be blessed, enjoy this time, and follow your dreams. Peace.